Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. for sport says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashburn? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome back to Unpacking Brisbane. It's the first episode for 2022, a year that rolling around in my mouth seems still like the future. Henry, how does it feel for you? I'm, I think we're all mentally still in 2020. That was the last year that sounded like a real year to me. I think that's a very astute observation to kick mm. things off, Joe Dwyer. And... More astute than the observations you were going to make off air. And I just want the listeners to know that uh, Joe's support for the religious discrimination bill is not representative <laughs> of the podcast. And I won't repeat those comments you were making off air, Joe. Yeah, that's, that's very kind. And, and Henry, you know, some of those words that you shared uh, about the recent Australia Day celebrations uh, will remain just between you and me and, uh, views, and John Howard. <laughs> like on Twitter, where views are my own in the in the caption in the yeah, intro yeah. like we we can have views that are set unpacking brisbane as an entity does not represent the views of you and i personally no no and in fact i love it when the there's someone with I love it. Are different to <laughs> the collective views of both you and i like i like on, it um, when um, yeah that's it i, I mm. like it when there's someone on twitter who has five followers and no likes but still has in their bio views of my own yeah who's this for <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who sure. are you about? Immediately, Twitter more than any other platform, you can just go viral one day with a tweet that's like, Phew, brushing your teeth hits different in the morning. And all of a sudden, you've got 500,000 likes. likes. <laughs> all these new yeah. followers and stuff. You've you got you to be careful with Twitter. You know, I'm never going to go viral on an Instagram of me you know, four nice photos from a trip I just took. That's not going to blow no. up in the internet. The biggest chance you've got of going viral is a coleslaw. <laughs> <Quite, laughs> That's what right. I say. Is <laughs> the herpes simplex virus? They just had to slip in simplex. If you didn't feel bad enough oh. about getting coleslaw. They called it. It's pretty pretty simple virus though. Yeah, you're not even good at having a virus. Speaking no. of viruses, mate, and we will be diving into Newstead mm. to kick the year off. Yeah, but- we are still committed to unpacking Brisbane. That's but- our mission, and we're doing it. That's what we do, and it's, it's been a long time. It's been a big break, and a fair bit's happened over that break. Uh, now, one of them being, if you were to have a scoreboard of a uh, number of unpacking Brisbane hosts who have had COVID, <laughs> uh, we are sitting, fractionally speaking, at one from two. We yep. are at 50%, 50% completion rate of COVID for unpacking Brisbane. Um, being me, I, I got COVID. I got the spicy cough. Yeah, I hate the spicy. I've got no time for the spicy cough. Uh-oh, uh not going to be in this week. It looks like <laughs> she's got the spicy cough and her husband's got it. <laughs> also, like, the cutesy pedestrian TV way of, like, shortening things, like saying, oh, this wedding was really spenny. I can live with <laughs> when it's not, like, life-threatening illnesses. Like Love they, the don't, idea. they don't go, here's what to do when your mum has the Spanish dancer. Like, they don't say that. And that kills like the spicy cough does. 
I love the idea of a doctor gathering a family <laughs> in. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry because of uh, systemic failures within the aged care facility that your aunt has been put into. Unfortunately, uh, your aunt Meredith has succumbed to the spicy cough. She's dead. <laughs> uh, it was too spicy. It was a little too spicy for her. Like a, it was, it was like a, a smoked spicy paprika, <laughs> yeah, but in cough Not form. unlike the mixed spicy <laughs> from McDonald's. Oh. He, the cough was spicy and you don't have an aunt anymore is what mm. we're trying to say. You did have an aunt, but Not you anymore. don't have an aunt anymore. You but Henry, it, it's, I was going to say, just, um, just on the spicy cough. And on uh-huh. the, um, when we went off air in, you know, December 22 or something. Um, when we were taken off air. When we, when we were forcibly taken down by Spotify for um, Thank, yeah. vaccine misinformation. <laughs> oh, and by the way, everyone, we just want to uh, put this statement out there now. Um, we will be staying on Spotify. Yep. We're staying on Spotify <laughs> um, in hope that one day we'll get a $100 million contract to lie. Um, yeah. But when we went off air the vast majority of people listening to the show and the vast majority of people in Queensland would have never had COVID. I'd now say it's more likely than not, if you're listening to this show, that you've had COVID. It's not because the show has a causal connection to catching it, but I would say the majority of our listeners skew a little younger, although a great 20, 30%, you know, 30 plus, 40 plus. Um, What was it like? Because I've managed to avoid this initial wave and, I'm sure after saying this on record, I'll, I'll catch it tomorrow. But um... You'll get it. Yeah, mate, listen, if I had to describe it with a word, it was spicy. Um, we, no. <laughs> and if I had I to was, describe I was, a word in it, it'd be cough. And cough. Speaking <laughs> of, I didn't really cough that much. For all the, uh, for all the emphasis on the spicy cough, I haven't heard anyone like hacking up a lung from COVID. It doesn't seem to be a main symptom. No, I, I definitely got the fever. Yep. Uh, I got a fever and yep. I had the shakes. I actually got it quite bad and um, was for about a day. And then it sort of just the next day I was sick enough, like still, you know, you take the day off school, but nothing yeah. overly dramatic. And then for the rest of it, it was just watching movies and shit. Watching yeah, the talented Mr. Ripley. Uh, and, and what a great movie that is. And starting a movie club as well. So inspired by your COVID experience. Mate, I did it all. I, was, that, <laughs> I, did, do, I did fall into that trap of being like, once I was not on, in bed, like once I was just stuck in the house and not too sick, I was like, yeah, I have to admit, I got sucked into that. When am I ever going to have five days at home again? I better write yeah, a play. Yeah, yeah. Like trying to, be, trying to be like that. And, and, yeah. and you'd watched Tick, Tick, Boom, I think a week earlier, so... I had. Right. I think if you'd watched Top Gun, it would have been like, I've oh, got five days at home. When am I going to learn to be a fighter pilot? Oh, what am I going to... Yeah, I was going to get the boom. need for speed. You could have said I was in TikTok boom, uh, which was raised with us as something we should discuss is the the unpacking Brisbane TikTok has been a bit more active recently. Um, yes. That probably stems from one of my side effects of COVID of getting anxiety about the fact that we weren't uh, TikTok famous as of yet. And it's been pointed out to us many times that, oh, there's podcasts on TikTok that do similar stuff to you do and they get millions of views mm. and whatever. Aware of it. Listen, trying to, try to do a bit more TikTok stuff. Now that I don't have COVID, <laughs> I have to admit it's died off a bit. You do sound like a seriously old man saying, we're trying to pivot, in, pivot into the TikTok space, do some more TikTok stuff. I feel like an old man on that app. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, I, I feel I'm not, I'm, I'm not on that app and proud. I've never. You were on it, but you were on it yeah. early yeah, in 2019. Mate, October, October 2019. I made about 30 TikToks, uh, and then I left the app. Uh, and what I was, was actually it like back then. Uh, really weird. Um, yeah. It wasn't there. There was nobody on it who was remotely polished. Like it felt much more like you were just watching. And I was in Ireland, so I was just watching like random other Irish people at my uni putting, you know, a video up of someone sculling. Like it felt, it was great actually. Um, but oh, I was gonna say, uh, that sounds great. That sounds awesome. That was, that was actually really fun. There were no influences. Um, but yeah, so the tick, uh, the unpacking Brisbane TikTok is live. Um, and speaking TikTok of boom. unpacking Brisbane uh, news and, and things to be aware of, uh, it's been a long time since we've done a live show, Henry. We, um, we both grappled with stage fright uh, for a while. Um, we talked about doing the show with our backs to the audience and sunglasses on, but, uh, you know, that, that means that my other strategy... And you mean sunglasses on, on the back, back of our like heads. Like on the back yeah. of our heads. So um, that would have been given, funny. Given I also have the strategy of picturing people in the audience naked to calm down, um, the two things couldn't work together. Um, but we can't give you too many details yet because we don't even have them. But in late March... There's going to be a combined Unpacking Brisbane live show and a Mangroves gig that, you know, we don't have a, have a specific title for it yet, but it's a bit of a Brisbane spectacular type thing and we'll get some great DJs afterwards. So, you know, you're going to laugh. And then I'm thinking, Hen, whatever the venue, we put chairs down for the live show. You sit down, have a drink, you laugh, push the chairs to one side, Mangroves, have a drink, you smile, then we bring on some DJs, you have a drink, you dance. I, all of that sounds great, and thank you for knocking over whatever you knocked over. <laughs> oh, really yeah, sorry, I knocked over a cricket bat. <laughs> well, we've all Pretty done cool. that. Pretty cool. What are you? <laughs> I bet Justin Langer would love to knock oh, over a cricket bat. Don't get um, oh, fucking god. Um, but yeah, no. That well, we're ho- what we're hoping on Pakistanis is, is that it coincides with the 100th episode of Unpacking Brisbane, yep. which I believe this is the 94th. So we might have to manipulate the dates a little bit or might whatever. Have to do but an extra episode or two or, or Yeah, or not. we'll see how we go. The idea being that to celebrate 100 episodes, raising the bat, as Joe just did, uh, upon knocking it over, we will mm. be celebrating 100 episodes. We'll do it at the live show. You can come along, you can party. I do like what you mentioned there, Joe, of the idea of having chairs and pushing them aside, though I would love to see what a comedy podcast looks like with the audience standing. standing. Yeah, I <laughs> like agree. A I, Maybe, I'd like, like to be the first comedy gig with a mosh. To the front. Like, <laughs> well, you know, we, we saw Phantom of the Opera on Broadway uh, with like cheap standing tickets and that was actually yeah. fine, but they give you something to lean on. Like, yeah. like, what if this is just like a gig and you're just standing there dead still laughing every five to ten minutes at best? I imagine there'd be a bit of people sitting down and crossing their legs, which we won't allow, and you will no, be escorted no, to the no. venue. You, you must stand. You'll be standing um, the entire time. But, yeah, the, the 100th episode uh, celebration is going to be a lot of fun. It's at uh, – I, I guarantee this, it'll be at one of our favourite venues in Brisbane. Um, yeah. Which one currently remains <laughs> this is, unknown? We are, we are dropping a lot of uh, – a lot of absolutes for something we absolutely have not organised, but we, no. we promise it'll, it'll come together. There will be this something. is a working space. This is a yeah, brainstorm. Um, and just the last housekeeping thing I, I have, Henry, before we get into Newstead, um, is uh, it's fair to say looking through the suburbs to unpack this week uh, that doing 90-odd, you start 
despite the fact that I think about 400 plus suburbs in Brisbane, uh, you start to lose some of the more interesting ones. So please, as ever, we are all ears about anything Brisbane related that you want us to unpack. Or even if you want us to unpack sex and relationships, like, you know, tell crazy stories, um, (laughs) you know, in podcast form, it'd be crazy. It'd be so wild. Like, and it'd be so funny too. So, um, but yeah, anything Brisbane related you want us to unpack, uh, do, do right. And, and, and sex. <laughs> and, and what if, what if we did a unpacking sex? Because um, what Joe and I are, if anything, is welcoming of new podcasts on mm, the scene. Mm. Certainly not the and sort that's of like older bully vibe. <laughs> no. Text it. No. Um, <laughs> no. No. Um, but anyway, Hen, no, should we... We, hate, we hate all podcasts that aren't us. Yeah. Um, all, all bands that aren't us, all podcasts that aren't us. We're really, you know, you often run into people who think we're, we're like generally good-natured guys who love Brisbane and what's in it. If it competes no. with me in any way, I hate it. So that's people are like, like, oh, the, but you wouldn't want to be, you wouldn't want to be the only podcast and band in the world. Absolutely, I would. Not gonna you know who got, I'd love to have a you know, who got, you know who always got the girl? Adam. Because it was only him. He got Eve. He got Eve, didn't he? I'll let and there. I'll let there be. Came along. I'll let there be one or two other uh, solo artists because we need openers. Yep. O Bailey can exist. That's it. Yep. O Bailey. Um, probably no. Probably no need for any more. <laughs> That'll do. I think, I think um, we're good. And that's the only show that anyone's ever allowed to go to. Uh, but hence, should we tear into Newstead? I reckon we should. All right. As ever, Henry, uh, I want you to tell me the population of Newstead. Uh, keeping in mind, Newstead, Newmarket, sorry, Newstead, Tenerife, um, New Farm, and actually I'd say Bowen Hills. Looking, I, I don't reckon there's a person in Brisbane who could neatly tell you the borders of those suburbs. So um, just give it a crack. Well, for the first time in 2022, going for a perfect record. Oh, shit, I just remember I haven't done the Wordle today. But I'll do the Wordle. No, no, I was thinking about that. You really need to. Sorry, I will do the Wordle after this. Um, uh, The population is, well, 4,621. No, it's 2,193. Newstead is fucking tiny. But you touched on it. It's it's so many suburbs on top of each other. It's like a doggy pile. It's like a primary school doggy pile of suburbs where they said, oh, let's, oh, get on Tenerife, get on Tenerife. Oh. <laughs> He'll love it. He'll love it. Or the old fashioned. Were you ever um, at the bottom of a doggy pile? Um, of course you were. Look at you, mate. <laughs> I probably wasn't. I certainly fell victim to the similar game of mugby. Uh, which, pardon? Did you ever play mugby at primary school or high school? Mugby? Doesn't he play for the Reds? <laughs> uh, no, mugby was basically just a game It's probably closest to the original form of rugby Where just whoever had the ball You had to attack them and tackle them And pile on them to get the ball oh, off them yeah. very, very, simple no, game, very simple game No real way to win Because <laughs> if you've no. got the ball You're about to get beaten up So by contrast though, Henry Two and a bit thousand people in, um, in Newstead I know I don't usually do this But can you guess how many people there are in Tenerife? Gosh, I mean, we have unpacked Tenerife in the past, but it would have, oh, what did it, would it be around 5,000-ish? Yeah, dead on. So, so Tenerife oh. is where a lot of the residential bits are. Newstead, looking through it, half of Newstead is just that bit near the Brecky Creek Hotel, like that park and stuff. 
There really yeah. isn't much to it. We'll get to that as well because there's some interesting stuff in that. It, despite it being a small area, it does uh, have a lot of cultural significance, not least because of a certain beer, but not to jump ahead in this unpack the no. beat. No, um, yeah, what's, what's the first takeaway from Wikipedia, mate? First thing we've got in the Pedia of Wick is that the suburb's present role as an upmarket residential suburb belies its industrial past. Timber yards, asbestos works, wharves and wool stores once dominated the eastern side of the suburb. Well, shock me. I feel like the story mm. of Brisbane is just like, well, yeah, it used to be industrial. Part of that I'm also always like, well, yeah, it was anywhere in the world was bush before it became upmarket real estate. Like Ascot was like, you know, compared to its fancy position now, it used to be bush rangers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and you might know that uh, before Newstead was occupied by uh, rich Brisbaneites, it was indeed occupied by dinosaurs. That was quite hmm, a while ago. Yeah, fascinating, fascinating. Um, and you can still see some of them in the apartments. Old people, old white people, I mean. Divorced dinosaurs, am I right? Hmm. In fact, actually, although I'll take that back, I don't, I don't think um, dinosaurs uh, could get divorced. Take that back. That's, they loved each well, other. That's forever. why that was, that was the. That's <laughs> why we're trying to get this religion discrimination bill passed, <laughs> so that dinosaurs can can get married. You see that they they've shelved it now. Yeah, it's on a shelf. It's very funny. Dinosaurs. That is, they um they they were trying to get <laughs> it. No, the, the, <laughs> the prime minister was trying to get it into a into a <laughs> festival, so he shelved it. <laughs> What's that? You're walking uh, a bit weird, Scott. No, no, no. It's like, it's really hot. There so is a body, bill in my butt. <laughs> his body starts metabolizing the bill. The overdose is terrible. Terrible did, No, did, did you hear about that guy? This is true because my, um, my brother's mate knows him. He, <laughs> took, a, he took a backpack of uh, bills Acid, to a festival yeah. and then because of the sweat, it got into his back and he's a vegetable now. Yeah, um, I love that story. <laughs> so he's a vegetable now. It's like, well, he's a vegetable now. Like... Well, I don't know As what if. happened. Like, like people, there are there are acid trips that he's bro. He's at St. Mungo's <laughs> with Neville's I mean, parents. Yeah. See, in my mind, they say he's a vegetable now, and I'm like, like realistically, it was probably some psychosis, and he's never the same. But in my mind, he's still tripping. Like that's Neville, the problem. Yeah. Like he's just tripping forever. For those who don't know, the story was that a guy yeah. took sheets upon sheets of acid in a backpack to a festival sweated so much that the acid, I suppose, disintegrated, came through the backpack and he effectively took sheets upon sheets of acid at once and that, uh, by the logic of the story, caused him to become a vegetable. Yeah. And I guarantee you'll never hear this guy's name or specifically who he is or when it was, but... Oh, we didn't have Facebook. Yeah, no, you're going to hear that fucking story anytime uh, a festival mm. or acid comes up. But yeah, um, just the last thing I want to say about the wool stores and stuff. I acknowledge most of them are being Tenerife, but I fucking love the wool store apartments. I would run through a brick wall for them. I think they're so cool. Well, if you ran through a brick wall, you'd be inside one. No, there is that one. I'd, be, I'd be there. Hey, have you been in one? No, never. Yeah, I, I've been in once because a friend of mine from high school her her, no 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 in fact this is a high school her dad moved into one and we went over one day a group of us and 
yeah, absolutely beautiful. Very like not to compare Newstead to New York City willy nilly. Uh, <laughs> They're like loft style apartments predominantly. They right? do. And, like, and can I say something to you? They both start with new Newstead, right, New right, York. Yeah. Now you're in Newstead. Uh huh. Uh huh. Woolstore Apartments where dreams are made up. A little cafe where a sigh is made up. Exactly, you know, exactly. You know right. how it goes. But it's beautiful inside. They are, they are like the old... Because you get to New York and you're like, oh my God, these buildings are horrible. And then you get inside and it's obviously very schmancy apartments. Yeah, yeah. But we're not unpacking New York. Um, no. What's this about a bowls club, mate? Yeah, so in 1888, the Baru I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Bowls Club was established, making it the oldest bowls club still operating in Queensland. Now, have you ever heard of the Baroo-Dubin Bowls Club, Henry? I've not heard of the Baroo-Dubin Bowls Club at all. Well, the thing about uh, Bobby Darren Bowls Club is I uh, it's now called The Boo. Oh, I've been there. Have you? Yeah, I didn't realise that was what... Yeah, the boob? so that is the I, oldest uh, bowls club, and apparently they reckon. I thought the only, it was short for boobs, man. They, they reckon they're the only one hundred percent social bowling club in Queensland, so you cannot play competitively at the boot. Devastating. Wow. Well, I I went there for one of those. I don't know. You, what was it? Do you call it like a granny crawl or whatever? Someone from Nova had their birthday there, and it was like come as an old person. So we had to oh, come. Oh, but just so a I, pub crawl, basically. Well, I just borrowed some of your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Listeners. you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I'll, uh, I'll have to know that I am wearing a Triple J Hottest yeah. 100 t-shirt. I've super, gone full, uh, full cool, ABC Henry. today. <laughs> super cool. Well, I think it is cool to donate to Lifeline, and I didn't even want the shirt. I just wanted to give my money to Lifeline. And, and, they, Bryce, and, they forced and, it and Bryce and Ebony were very persuasive on Triple J Hottest <laughs> 100 day about reaching the Lifeline target. So I take young people's mental health seriously, mate. Wish I could say that about all of the hosts of this show. <laughs> you know me, you mental are. health. It's not real. Well, <laughs> stop being, stop being By definition, it's all in the head. Um, <laughs> Here's one for you. Stop thinking that. Done. Wait, just be happy. You just heard Pharrell. Better. Just get better. You heard Pharrell Williams. You heard um, old Mark. <laughs> who, who sings Be Happy again? Um, oh, Bobby McFerrin, as in Don't Worry, Be Happy. Because who did I think? So, so did Bob Marley. I yeah, think last so did, year, that, uh, which so did Sylvia. I, oh, uh, which, yes. Which, which See, so, I, oh, that gives me great comfort because I consider Sylvia quite a uh, uh, having good taste in music. Yeah, so I like yeah. that she's made the mistake. Well, I then pr- proceeded to play her a bunch of Bob Marley and Bobby McFerrin songs to demonstrate just how fucking different they are. Like, anyway, it's, mm. it's my own battle. It's my own battle that I'm facing. But yes. You must be, you must be fun to date. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Bobby, <laughs> don't worry, be happy. Um, so you were a granny at the boot. Granny at the boot. And not much about that night I can actually share, but it was, it's a beautiful spot. Though it is, it's hard though, the boot, and it's good that it's kept going because... Is it near the water? Well, no, it isn't. It's literally on oh. the main road near like a petrol station and an intersection and now that huge Bunnings. So... Oh, I don't, I don't know how you go there over Mirtha. It's so close to Mirtha. It's right on the water. Um, even the Bulimba Bowls Club that we went to recently does have um, good, you know, it, it was probably had a bit more character. I mean, not that, no, the boo has character. That's unfair. Oh, um, no, I think I know exactly where the boo is. I know what you're saying. 
Yeah, it's on the corner of a very yeah, busy road. Because I used to just drive past it, um, leaving like I want to say twelfth night, because you're coming yeah. out of Bone Hills. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, you're I'm glad there. it's there for the history. But and, and you know, obviously we we are you know we might criticise trendy cafes, but we're all in for bowls clubs. Um, oh, know, mate! But, I wish I went to them more. Um, I wish there was one near. Well, we, when I was last back in Brisbane, we went to the yep. Bulimba Bowls Club, which of course is in Morningside. Yeah. Shades of Ashgrove Golf Club actually in the gap. Yes. And I, I mean, I know academically that there are cheap drinks at Bowls Clubs, but oh, by God, there are cheap drinks another, at Bowls Clubs. It's on another planet. The fact that, so Bulimba Bowls Club has something called a beer card, which is, I think you spend 55 bucks and you get 10 schooners of gold. So $5.50 a schooner. Now, I think they're fucking themselves here because if you just buy the mallet cart, it's six bucks, and a schooner of the delicious new little creatures tropical pale ale is $6.50. Like, that's insane value. And that, can I say, I felt, I felt rotten the next day after as many of those uh, so I, little, little creatures as I had. They, great, they muck around with that. Um, but I, did wanna, I actually did want to mention the Belimba Bowls Club, Henry, because, um, well, firstly, Bowls Club, I think, occupy the weirdest social status where they're simultaneously like young people drinking, getting on the piss for cheap and also taken super seriously by really quite old people. I, I don't see a lot of, yeah, maybe you have some kids, but there are fuck all 40-year-old people at bowls clubs. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's you're sub right. 30 and plus 60. It's just so interesting. And it's nice that there's something that those age groups can share. Yeah, absolutely. They, they don't share much. No. It's good they that we can come together on each other's throats. Um, but, yeah, uh, but yeah uh, y- you didn't bowl very well. Few weekends ago. No. Um, Can I say that I started strong? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I started so Henry, okay. Like, so Henry came into um, you know bowls. You're, you're playing pairs. That's your team. Um, I was playing solo, and Henry came in and, and joined my pair. And up until that point, playing alone, I'd strung together quite quite a record. Um, and unfortunately, once the team brought on uh, Mr. Bretts, and and you know, it was a pretty significant contract. Uh, he was the million dollar man, and uh, just didn't perform. No. Um, in fairness, I thought, and it was never specified, I thought we were doing 10-pin bowling because uh, yeah. I saw, I heard bowling. So I was rolling the ball well, as hard uh, as I yeah. could. And it's not and my – and each time it hit the end and I was like, bang, baby. I, and I every time I got to the end, I was like, these losers are so weak, they can't even get it to the end yeah. of the other side. Yeah, you thought the goal was to get the ball as far away from the little one as possible. And that's understandable. On 10-pin bowling, I, I had a great day. And that's why Absolutely. I left optimistic. Oh, Absolutely. Um, but uh, moving on with Newstead. Um, oh, yeah. I just want to note two things about uh, what Newstead used to be that I've learnt uh, from Wikipedia. So Tenerife was incorporated into Newstead in 1975 and defined as a separate suburb in 2010. So I think that explains the lack of population from earlier, which is that mm-hmm. they carved Newstead out from what was used to be two suburbs. Okay. Um, but it's interesting as well. Uh, Newstead was served once by the Belimba Branch Railway Line. Uh, why Belimba? It's what Newstead used to be called. One of our one of our earliest ah. fun facts that whenever people go, oh, you do a suburb about Brisbane, like, you know, what's something interesting that you've learned? I always tell them, well, Belimba used to be on both sides of the river. Very fun. Yes, famously, and that was when the postman started getting exactly wet. postman postman Pat. 
uh, had to swim oh. uh, across the river. The letters got wet. Um, you know, you find out your son died in the war. It's it's wet. Uh, you find out you have a son. It's wet. Um, always wet. Wet and wild. It's just always yeah. wet. Yeah, no one could pay any bills because the bills were wet. You know, can't pay a wet bill. Bloody oath. Not even. Wet, wet that's, bill. That's, what a, that's called a, a water duck? bill, mate. It's called a water bill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, duck. That works too. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. I, I agree that it. I agree with that fact that you've presented. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. Whenever someone presents a fact, I'll say, I agree. On the weekend, I found myself, um, I was in Canberra um, with my sister and some of her friends. And you were there getting sometimes... consulted on that religious discrimination yeah, bill. Yeah. You were like, don't yield. Don't yield. But I found myself doing something similar, which is someone would tell a funny story and I'd laugh a bit and then I'd just go, that's really funny. Or just that's oh, so funny. Like Georgia does it all the time. That's a that's a Georgia. She will, with a deathly serious face, look at my soul and say, "That's so funny." I was like, "Oh, is it? Is it? Is it?" And I, I'll say it's because I drove to Canberra in one day. It was like twelve hour drive. I was really tired, so I think it's you know part. Sometimes when you have the physical energy to not get it out, but I've um I've gotten that out of my game now because as I was saying it a few times, I was like, I fucking hate it when people do this. I hate. Oh, that's so funny. Well, it's not. And it's and we've been <laughs> it's hurt, not Because Tatili's good friends are John Mullaney and Amy Schumer. <laughs> they they would have found it quite offensive because they flew yeah. in for the graduation. They did two yeah. weeks of quarantine just yeah. to be there at uh so, ANU. At ANU, yeah, that's what they call it. ANU. ANU, uh, where Julie Bishop is the Chancellor and gives people their degrees on stage. So Oh wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. That you is very f- cool. For graduating, you get a photo with Julie Bishop. Um, Bishop to E10, am I bloody right? Yeah. Bishop, um, who, is, who is one of the conservatives that has just sort of been loosely accepted back into the mainstream centre-left fold. Imagine it, because we forget she ran for Prime Minister. We forget she threw her hat yeah. in the ring. wonder where we'd be if, uh, if Bishop had won. Mm. Prime Minister Bishop. Show. I guess we'll um, never know. Guess we will never know. Yeah. Um, uh, now let's talk about Newstead Park, mate. Yeah. So is that 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 awesome one near the Brecky Creek? It's near the Brecky Creek. I've never been there in my life. It's quite beautiful. So the Brecky Creek kind of flows onto it, and then it's uh, this beautiful open park. I know a bit about it because I've kayaked past it. Yeah, when, uh, I was going to say. Back when, a couple of times, once uh, with back, my dad. Back when you were a busy professional uh, for a reputed media organisation. Yeah, back when I was, uh, I had to bring Ashkip Lutzi and Susie <laughs> breakfast uh, from Breakfast Creek, an idea that was actually mine. Um, ah. And, you know, that's the kind of quick wit you need to make it in commercial radio. Bre- yeah. Like, let me, I'll give you an insight. It's like, okay, Brisbane, what's big in Brisbane? Breakfast Creek, Breakfast Creek. What, what, you know, Creek, uh, maybe like Creaky Door. Eh, eh, no, that doesn't work. Breakfast, breakfast, get them breakfast. Like, yeah, we'll get them breakfast from Breakfast Creek. See, that's just an insight into like yeah, the creative genius of commercial radio. Um, Absolutely. That, that, that was seriously impressive what you just did, Henry, the way you... You it's know, not whereas, open, I'll take you behind. Whereas, whereas now, you're at, now you're at bloody public service radio. All you do is, oh, we're reporting on the news that matters and we're talking to local people about what matters to them. None of that crap, mate. I want to hear Stay mm-hmm. by Justin Bieber and The Kid Leroy. I'll get, admittedly, the Kid ad- Leroy. <laughs> admittedly, great song. Catchy <laughs> as Catch. hell. Fuck, I, fuck it's good. Ooh. I've become a big Stay should have won the Hoss 100, not the Wiggles guy. 
you're a stay stand. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Despite not having, not having any ca- fondness for TikTok or popular music, really, I Mate, when they when they repeat that damn chorus <laughs> and they bring in that that extra heavy bit of bass, that like I'll be fucked up if you can't be right here. I'm like, oh fuck! Oh, it's so good. It's great. What you just? I'm gonna be getting out of well. I don't know the word, but like, I'm nowhere to go. It's something along those lines. Mister <laughs> Park, something like that. <laughs> you know, you know. I when wanna say, I Park, though. You said Park. What's you said Park? What's it got for us? Um, it's got Kid Leroy on a set saying, is that? No. Uh, <laughs> New Park contains the Australian-American War Memorial, which commemorates the United States of America's contribution to the song Stay by Kid Leroy uh, <laughs> by sending Justin Bieber. <laughs> when, they, when they deployed their best, honestly, Brigadier fuck, Bieber. Fuck the submarine deal. That is the best contribution the US has made to Australia in recent years. Is, um, no. is just, oh, actually, isn't he Canadian? Babes. Yeah, yeah, I hate that I know that. Yeah. Um, no, he is. I believe he is, but, you know, because Justin, you know, Justin Beaver, you know, there's some gear there. Oh, Beaver. Um, but, yeah, they've got a United States of America's contribution to defending Australia during World War II. Now, I think this is a very impressive park. Now, I don't know if you knew this, but in that park as well, mate, is um, randomly Lyndon B. Johnson Place. What? Uh, All the way with yeah. LBJ. LBJ. So he was president during the Vietnam War. Now, this um, war memorial is about America defending Australia during World War Two. So they just but, sort of snuck it in. And then, I, well, I think they're in the same place because then Lyndon B. Johnson Place is sort of its own area of the park. So oh, right. weird that to think of American presidents, I suppose Lyndon B. Johnson is a very notable one. Um, but I think it's easy to say that he's the most Brisbane president, though maybe Obama, because he did no, that speech no. at UQ, which features oh, in yeah. our intro. No, Obama's... Actually, Chicago is probably the Brisbane equivalent in America. Third biggest city. Yeah. So there's a, there's a real Chicago... Windy. Uh, Chicago can Bulls be, and the Brisbane windy. Bullets, the two great basketball teams. Also the Queensland Bulls. Queensland like we Bulls. have Bulls. We have a Bulls. They have yeah, a Bulls. We, we have a Bulls. They have a Bulls. Uh, the Bears. The Bulls. You got a Bulls? The Bears. Um, used to be. The Bears out in the. Wasn't there a Brisbane Bears AFL team? There was a Brisbane Bears. Yep, there we go. And the Fitzroy Lions. Yeah, there you go. Chicago Bears, Brisbane. All oh, right. Brisbane, Chicago. Chicago. Obama, Obama. Chicago, Obama. Be ready boo. Obama. I know. I'll, I know I'll, I'll, Newstead. Do the, I'll do the same thing you told me that I never would. Blah, blah, boo. What do you want? <laughs> I know Newstead um, doesn't have a lot of young people sneaking out. Like fifteen-year-olds to pash. No. Do you reckon anyone's ever uh, two things? Either gotten an LBJ in LBJ place, or have they gone all the way in LBJ place? Has anyone ever fucked there? Yeah. yeah. What's LBJ? Because I know what the B and J stand for. <laughs> oh, in that. Um, you uh, mean like a like a, a, lip, a, a lippy blowjob? Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I didn't. <laughs> As in you're talking the whole time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice cock. Display. <laughs> oh, get <laughs> the balls out of the way. <laughs> Just oh, it's a bit lippy. Being a bit lippy the whole time. Like, oh, any danger of a shave? 
Oh, very Libby. And then I think, I think the preceding president of like a JFK sounds a bit like, you know, just fuck. Just or, fuck. you know, all right, JFK, Jack Farry Kill. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> no, I think JFK still works. It's fucking killer the same, and then it's uh, jiggle. Yeah, like you just pick them up and go jiggle, 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 or, or job. Like you have to work with them, which would be an oh, interesting dimension. That's actually very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck, marry, or work with them. Work with them. Um, all right. Final Wikipedia note uh, for Newstead. Um, they talk us through the demographics. Oh, quickly. Sorry, mate. Oh, yeah. Can I just oh, on yeah you, no, you've got I something awesome have, on Newstead Park. I, I, I found something else on Newstead Park. You've got something so um, good. That is not US presidential in content, but it says, for children, there's an Alice through the looking glass themed play area in a hollow behind the house with a talking tree and what? interactive chessboard and plenty of garden for hide and seek. Firstly, this sounds terrifying. Secondly, how does this exist and more of Brisbane don't talk about it? There's a talking tree and an interactive chessboard? Yeah, that's actually I fucked. Wa- I wonder if this, and I've misread it because this wasn't on Wikipedia, admittedly, this was on a separate site. Was this like a temporary thing that they set up for like like the 50th know, anniversary some, of yeah shit, some yeah. ecker adjacent sort of thing yeah like, or maybe to like uh, stop people doing you know meth and and glass uh which yeah. is a nickname for it. they do alice through the looking glass but she's just meth riddled lives in like you know mm. small country what? town alice through the looking glass it's the sequel is the sequel to alice, to in, wonderland. alice in wonderland that's so right. why don't they say why is it not an Alice in Wonderland themed play area? Like, like I would oh, yeah area that's Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the chocolate factory. Come on. Welcome to Finding Dory Park. <laughs> oh, what happened to the uh, first one? I was about to think of it, but uh, that's a joke you can't apply to any of the Harry Potter books because they're all excellent. So true. Um, well, that's there true. Sorry, mate. I, I know there was an Alice through the Looking Glass movie. Yeah, Tim Burton whacked back with a sequel, and he everyone did said, another. "Everyone else me. collectively said we're good." No. The first one sucked, man. I thought yeah, it was boring. I, I can't really remember. I didn't it. Like, oh, ah, it was the second one, I'd, the second one was box office bomb. Good. No one's ever heard of it. Good. Box office bomb. First one cleaned up at the box. Anyway, box office. We're getting yeah. distracted. People um, were people were pretty into it. The talking tree would uh, scare the shit out of me as a kid. Did you ever go to that playground growing up, Henry? I think it might be Mowbray Park, where it just had a very large green frog whose mouth you could slide through. Oh, yeah. Now, see, that's great fun. And it didn't talk, but you got no. to... Th- there was a little moment while you were inside the mouth of the frog that's like, oh, what if I don't... You know, then you slide down Ooh. very quickly. I'd love to... Yeah, I'd love to come across this talking tree. So would see. I. I'd give it a piece of my fucking mind. What if it was like... We're like, Racist. oh, what are your, what are your <laughs> political beliefs? It's like, oh, I'm actually, I actually vote for the Cutter Party. <laughs> oh, like it's like we thought you would have been with the greens he's like nah nah not wanna, not really my bag i no. want to get i, I kind of want to be paper sort of my aspiration people I saying stop be. cutting down the forest i was like mate all i want to do is get in a printer one day mate i'm not doing anything here i want to have some ink over me some hot ink what do you what do you say son give me some hot ink i want to be an invoice so right so right um demographics wise just last thing i find interesting about you said uh 76 of residents around about 76 percent uh, over 15-year-olds and in the workforce work full-time. 
compared with 58% for both the Queensland and Australia populations. Sounds like a boring stat, but that more than anything tells me just how yuppie Newstead is. Like there aren't retirees at Newstead. There aren't a lot of students at Newstead. There are even, uh, you know, I don't even think there's a lot of families there because there would probably be a lot of part-time workers in that, you know, mum or dad working three or four days to look after the kids. I think Newstead is, and this bears out, just almost exclusively full-time worker and often couples. Yeah. I, I, I truly think 20 to 30, you know, 20 to mid 30s year old full-time workers living with their SOs often live in Newstead. Yeah. And good, on it. and good on it. It's very much a finish work by 5.30, we get home and we go for a walk. Yeah. And we're a couple. If we're, if we're feeling extremely adventurous, we might go to Green Beacon. Um, yeah. But otherwise, we'll just pop by Gasworks for a few fillets of salmon and uh, do it up with some broccolini. And then we're in bed by 8.30 because euphoria isn't on tonight. <laughs> another, another thing of uh, pop culture that I refuse to engage with. <laughs> I, think I'm, I think I'm lined up to watch euphoria. Yeah. I've think, actually, yeah. no, I've seen, I watched... Because I keep I, I, think so Georgia, many, I think that's me and George's next show. Yeah, this is what you got to yeah. do when you're in a long that, distance that relationship. That you got to choose a show. Yeah, I think you'll you'll have fun with it. I am um, because you see. So and I many- suggested Blackadder. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most. My boyfriend's a little bit older and he's into comedy shit I've ever heard. George is suggesting oh. Euphoria and you're suggesting fucking Blackadder. Me, what about we watch? Like- what about we watch? Uh, uh, yes, Minister. <laughs> what about that? Me at, me at drinks with George's friends being like, oh, all right, let's settle this. Which one's better? Yes, Minister or yes, Prime Minister? I think it lost it by yes, Prime Minister. You'd like black books, wouldn't you, Zoe? <laughs> I, um, there's, there's so many tweets about Euphoria. Um, I found myself today going into like the Foxtel app and just watching a clip that I keep seeing like referenced because it was irking me so much to not get it. I like saw a recap. Oh, anyway. I, that's the bit. That's the scene where they walk in and go, crikey, we found the euphoria. Yeah. That's the scene where someone's like, I don't know about you, but here in London, I feel particularly euphoric. And then it, and then and then like, it fades to black. Say my name. This is how I've seen some contextless bits of euphoria through my own curiosity. Anyway, uh, should we talk about contemporary Nistad? Sounds euphoric, Matt. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. Oh, shopping. 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 I was probably in such a rush to say that that I spoke over the sting. Spoke over the damn <laughs> sting you wanted shopping. to shop so hard. Um, Gasworks. Probably oh. the most famous part of Newstead. What do you think of Gasworks? Gasworks, or as I call it, my bedroom after I've had beans and a big old <laughs> pot of stew. I can't stop the gasworks. <laughs> oh, God, I've just got free parking at Gasworks today. Didn't I have a big turkey sandwich with beans on it? But I... <laughs> you guys seem black out of. Sorry, that was just a clip from that was just a you, clip from Blackadder. Do you guys all right, all right, enough euphoria. What do you think about Gavin and Stacey? Right, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I find offensive is when people, white people, go to parties dressed as Rowan Atkinson. It's bloody black out of face. <laughs> oh, now that's funny. Oh, oh my gas works today. <laughs> doesn't it? Oh, I haven't had a sandwich. Gas, gas, gas works. works. Yeah, let's talk gas works. Firstly, I've can we talk about the. I've probably only been there like once or twice in my life. 
Well, I've been there friggin' thousands of times. Because of Let me tell you this, Sonny Jim. Yeah, because of Nova. Yeah. Um, actually, actually, that's not even trying. No, I went there lots and lots because that's where we would do the shopping for Nova events. Yeah. Like, yeah. I... What, you know what most of my time at Gasworks is? Yeah. The, the Woolworths, which yes. we'll, talk about in the, we'll talk about in a moment. For Nova, um, actually quite cool. Because we had a budget for activations and at the activations there were games. Yeah. That you'd give out merch and stuff, but you wanted prizes of value so that people would come and play the games. So most yeah. of the time, the easiest thing to give away was a gift voucher. Um, yeah. and, and usually the allocation for a gift voucher was like, uh, for prizing was like, I think it was like $200 or something or $300. So you'd get um, $20 gift vouchers and they sold a lot of them at the Woolworths in Gasworks. So you just grab a variety of like Rebel Sport, iTunes vouchers when that was still a thing. Yeah. Um, if you're getting an iTunes voucher now, I'd be fucking furious. You've got to get, what if, imagine if you've got an iTunes voucher now, they're like, $20, you can buy uh, 15 songs for $1.69 each. I'd be like, sweet, I might just actually pay $9 and get access to every, every single song, song ever. ever. Except Neil Young. Yes. Maybe and, uh, if I got an iTunes voucher right now, I'd buy Blue by Joni Mitchell and After the Gold Rush by Neil Young. Yeah, I'd probably buy Harvest, but uh, similar, similar vibe for Neil Young. All right. All right. Well, this might be the last episode. (laughs) Oh, well, uh, uh, don't know if I agree. Sad we have to cancel that 100 episode event because we got to 94 (laughs) before Joe got on his bloody Neil Young high horse. (laughs) Um, No, but I would go to the the Gasworks, sorry. Tell me about the vouchers, yeah. And then just the anxiety of walking up to the counter to pay and being like, hey, um, could I please get $20 put on each of these vouchers? And it would take oh. them so long. Like, because oh, you right. have to activate each voucher, individually charge $20 for each one because it was for Nova printer receipt. It was just like, oh. there was no fast way of doing See, it. And, oh. and, there, and it differed in the stuff because some of the stuff were like, you beauty, I've got an hour left in my shift. This is going to chew up 25 minutes. Yeah, I can just clock oh. off. But some of them just... Would, would like be visibly vindictive and angry about the fact that they were going to have to do this. So I had a lot of tense moments in the Woolworths, which as you've mentioned here, mate, is a pretty fancy Woolies. Yeah, and, and Woolies has clearly gone, righto, we're not going to beat Coles on price. We're going to try and establish as many fancy looking Woolies as we can. Um, and, and Gasworks is probably the jewel in the crown. There's one, there's a new Woolies out um, near like the Dooman race course, uh, like in Ascot, um, that is unbelievably fancy now. Probably what separates a lot of them is they have like on-site butchers who do like special weird cuts of steak that you wouldn't normally get. Like it's just all, it's all very trendy. Yeah, it's funny if your Woolies like, has a sushi chef, yes, yes, you, you and you're you're living in the one percent. You you are part of the new generation of Woolies. Whereas oddly, the only part of that that Coles is really committed to is having a really good on-site bakery. Very good bakery. Really, yeah. really good bakery. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not super familiar with Gasworks, but isn't there that trendy fucking like bacon and egg sandwich place there? Or is that nearby? Yeah, there's there's Yoke, that. I say, is the, it called Yoke? I think so. That there's also like there's a, a um because I would there was no really I would always want a pie, and if you were there, yeah, there was Yoke like is a, in Gasworks. Yeah, yeah. okay. There, there was a very gourmet bakery at Gasworks um, that was like $9 for a pie or something. Like you couldn't go there. You're kidding. There's, there's a fresh seafood place, I think as well. Oh, oh um, guess what I paid 
for a chunky steak pie at like the local neighborhood bakery in Wilston the other day? Um, like six, six, seven dollars twenty. Too much. Broke it broke the seven dollar barrier. I was now, was that, a, was that a, just a genuine chunky steak? It wasn't like they were trying to be like marinated steak no, no. with a red wine jus. No, this is like we do cream donuts, pies, and like loaves of bread. Was it big? Seven dollars twenty. No, normal size pie. Having said this, wow, pies they were really inflation. Good. Yeah, um, and also I will That's Joe Biden's them, inflation legacy suspect, for you, mate. This is probably about three weeks ago around the time where it was actually quite hard to get meat in supermarkets. So I think it might have actually been a supply chain thing. But I just saw, I I paid it because I felt bad. But I was like, this is, you know. And if you're anything like me. Pies aren't $5 anymore, but they they shouldn't be drastically more. And if you're anything like me, mate, that thing's gone in three to five bites. Oh, yeah. When you're- It can only ever be lunch because it like, it just is not enough food- in terms of pace for me for dinner, in terms of calories is. Mm. I think a good yardstick for pies is it sh- the ratio of bites to dollars paid should be around even. So if it takes me six bites, yeah, yeah, it, it should be like a $6 pie. If, it ta- if it's yeah. four bites. And I don't mind demolishing like a $4.20, $4, $5 traveler pie in four bites, like play on. Yes, Completely fine. Compl- um, but yeah, uh, Gasworks. I actually just wrote down atrocious parking because I assumed mm. this. Is it um, bad? You, you assumed 100% correct. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. out of control. It's dog yeah. shit. It's, uh, and again, as I mentioned, I was always driving a company car down there, heart racing stuff. They're like poles where you don't expect them, um, yeah. as, it, as in Polish people. Um, and, that's, and that <laughs> is why it's so hard to drive. Like, oh. Yeah, oh, shit. I just almost hit. Um, Hit Anna. So, yeah, mm. that, that sort of stuff happens all the time. Um, um, all right. Do you, know what, do you know what else is there? Yeah. Is, uh, well, f- first, look, other thing about Gasworks, because it, well, it was a Gasworks. People often forget oh. that this was, that it was a, that's where they got the gas from. And that's the extent of my knowledge about gas and whatnot. It was the original Hunter Valley. But yeah. they um, would, so there's that huge, I don't know if you've seen it, like they've still managed around the fancy restaurants to have the huge metal like circle in the sky, yeah, um, yeah. which was, I think that's a, uh, they've reserved the um, like original gas withdrawing Work, from the ground. So to speak, thing. yeah. I don't know. Couldn't know less about it. Um, but that's what, there's also the other thing was ping pong. Is that which the, falls into the restaurant? That's the yes. Asian fusion restaurant that the mm, Chinese we don't, shop. There aren't, there, aren't, there aren't enough Asian fusion restaurants in Brisbane, tell you that Some restaurant, Some restaurateurs looked around and said, you know what Brisbane needs? You know what Brisbane, you know what Brisbane doesn't have more than enough of is <laughs> uh, trendy, somewhat uh, casually racistly named yeah, uh, Chinese restaurants. I'm thinking some, it, you know, some young some guys, young guys uh, ping pong. The worst one being Ling Ling's. Yep, long, long time. <laughs> I think long time. Long, long time got away with it because it's quite not like a pretty decent mm. establishment, but, but not a... Isn't there a, isn't there a place called Miso Horny? Like a, <laughs> like a, like a miso soup place? Or oh, I surely not. Up? You might have made that up in your, one of your more racist dreams. We're not far off from I like, agree, I agree. a bunch of girls being like, hey guys, it's my 21st. We're going for dinner at like Ching Chong's. Yeah. Like that's, that's the level sh- we're at. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, 
All right, another Newstead venue. Great food, though. Um, uh, big Newstead thing I want to talk about, the Triffid. Uh, great yeah. live music venue. It's probably, it's the golden goose for the mangroves a little bit because I'd say it's the last, you know, Triffid and the Tivoli, but the Tivoli is, you know, genuinely quite big. Triffid's probably the last normal music venue that we haven't played at in Brisbane. So love to play there. But big part of the reason we didn't play there last year and during COVID. So obviously COVID, uh, you know, Venues capacity generally halved. Um, it was pretty hard, but, you know, it was based on your floor space as much as anything. The Trifford is a massive airline hangar. Its capacity is about eight or 900, and it doesn't even feel packed at eight or 900. So, you know, a venue like Lefty's capacity usually about 350. COVID, it was 250. Uh, the Zoo, capacity usually about 500. COVID, it was 300. The Trifford, during COVID, Normal capacity of eight or 900 could somehow only allow 200 people in. And this drove us insane for a year, Hen. The fact that you could only have 200 people in. And the owner of the Trifford, JC, the Powderfinger bassist, would go on radio and online constantly and complain about the restrictions, choking the music industry, and it sucks. And the whole time I just wondered, has he filled out a form wrong? Because... <laughs> The, the Triffids thing is like Suncorp only being allowed to have a couple thousand people. Like, yeah. Listen, you know I'm in the brotherhood of bass. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a bassist, not racist. And you're a bassist I'm, before you're an Australian. Yeah. So it would be very much against my code of honour to speak ill of a fellow bassist. And we're all sort of in the same line JC, the bassist of Powderfinger, me as uh, one of the bassists of the Mangroves. And, uh, but, and you guys sort of more just use me for album stuff now. I don't really tour because of the kids, but um, <laughs> I, I sort of get pulled in and that's... Sort, um, of like, sort of like JC, you're more of a business interests guy at this point. I'm more focused on my venue. Um, but yeah, I, I can, the only thing we could put together was like, he's inside... Um, Powderfinger never take away from their music I don't know what on earth We never really got an explanation as to why They couldn't have more people during COVID um, yeah. when, when it was a square When it was a, when it was a floor space situation and yeah, Square meter I, I don't know what performance huge. Now hey, we've all gotten a little bit confused sometimes on a form And I don't imagine <laughs> that those forms The government were putting out there were easy we've all, we've all kind of tried to fill in a PDF electronically that they clearly wanted yep. us doing by hand and the yep. letters aren't in the right squares. We've, all, we've all accidentally we've all lost two zeros and, yeah. you know, applied as if your venue was a tiny little cafe as opposed to one of the largest music venues in Brisbane. We've all done it. And, and you don't have to be one of Queensland, if not Australia, if not the world's best rock stars. Yeah. Um, and, and we've all made to, mis- fill, to, to that situation. You know, and we've all made mistakes and then gone on multiple public appearances um, yeah, criticizing. Uh, when I fill in a form wrong, what I do mistakes. is <laughs> when I fill in a form wrong, what I do is go on four BC yeah. immediately and, 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 and lean in. I, know, I blame and, the government. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what was going on with yeah, their video. If you're yeah. listening, the Trifford would love to play this year because <laughs> you love to play the tri- is love to play the Trifford, and I'd also love to know what the Trifford means because I always I never know if I'm is what it. T R I double F I D. Yeah, I well, was myself going T R I F F apostrophe D. Oh, well, there was an old movie called The Day of the Triffids, which was about an alien invasion. So it may well just be a reference to that. 
Maybe the but. aliens filled in the form. Um, the <laughs> uh, best brewery. Who, I don't think I've been there that much. We saw middle kids there, remember? Yeah, we saw middle kids there. That's probably the only time I've seen a gig proper there. But I think I was about to say we've been for a drink there, but no, we just went for a drink before middle kids while we were there. I've seen the Steel Syndicate there a couple of times, but they're our yeah. friends more so than and when yeah. I. Yeah, the middle kids I think is the only band I don't know socially that I've ever seen there. Great yeah. gig, by the way. Don't say don't yourself short. I don't know how good the older kids or the younger kids are, but the middle uh, kids were bloody great. Absolutely. Uh, Newstead, got some bars, best brewery? Yeah, Newstead Brewing Co. Um, the original one being there. I would say yeah. it's a bit weird, but I, I think they're in the weird situation where their more iconic venue is now in Milton. 100%. Meaning- so can you drink at the Newstead Brewery in Newstead? Yeah. They've got See, a full I didn't even, space. I didn't even know they have a bar there. I thought it was yeah. just the headquarters. No, they've got they've got a full space. Like it's quite nice. It's all indoors. It's it's nothing like the Milton one. Like that's obviously incredible. Do you do you reckon at some point when that dichotomy was becoming clear, where Newstead was becoming the smaller low key one, and the Milton one was becoming, do you think they're thinking? Listen, we want to be a long term company here. We're thinking years and years into the future. Do we just bite the bullet now and do a quick switch and just overnight become the Milton Brewing Company? Now, I guess the issue there being. 4X, 4X is very the much the yeah, beer associated yeah. with yeah. it. Oh, see, I think it was actually really clever of them to have the Newstead name. So and particularly when you're referring to it in Milton, it would be confusing to be like, hey, guys, do you want to go to Milton tonight? Milton mm-hmm. beer. Do you want to go get a beer in Milton? As opposed to knowing we all live in, you know, around the area. It's like, oh, let's go to Newstead. Mm-hmm. And it's very clear what you mean in that. Yeah, I think... It's cheeky to establish. It's already cheeky to establish oh, a it's brewery cheeky. near the most renowned brewery in Queensland, if not Australia. It would be too much cheek. It would be too lippy uh, to call that place Milton Brewing Co. or something. I agree. No, I think I think you said Brewing Co. is great. I like the beer with the lifeguards on the can. I think yep, that's very really fun. Like the, 19, the 1909. I, Big fan I, of uh, Two to the Valley or something yep. like that. Um, Big fan of Pale Ale. Could be. Could be. Um, could be. Could be. Now, the other one there that I also very much like, Green Beacon. Now, I think Green Beacon is the clearest example of the cliche of the microbrewery in that it's in the warehouse. Um, the, I think, mate, weirdest thing, and I'm going to go on a limb here, but I'm pretty sure this happened. Who's going away drinks was it where we had like a bare few people there that time? Um Oh. Or someone's birthday or something. Um, well, um, Laura, Laura that's Mara, it. how did they say that? It, I think it might have been that. Where, when it was um, like one of the great nights. I think it was that, yeah. And I, I so. went up to the bar and couldn't get served. And it's because I was wearing my furfy shirt. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure the bartender, the bartender like looks at and me and goes. I think it was like you were having a go. Yeah, no, he goes, oi, advice for next time. You want to get served at a brewery? Don't wear another sh- another beer's merch or like said something like that. And I was like, <laughs> so thrown by it. I was like, oh, okay. And, and then I'm pretty sure, and this is allegedly, someone then said to me, "That's Tim Carmody's stunt," <laughs> as in former Chief Justice. Of I Queen's feel like Earth. Hamish might have said that because he he probably you know it's probably some Kings thing. Um, I don't know who identified him as the also, son of it's so former funny because it means that Green Beacon think they're competing with Furphy. Yeah, so here's like, one. They're, they're I think not, you've got vastly different yeah, demographics. And, and you're beaten. 
if it's a competition, you've yeah. been beaten. Like, <laughs> who do you think not... has the? Who do you think has the better beer? What's the other one that people talk about in Newstead that people are writing it about? Uh, Range Brewing. Range, which I've never been to. So I'll throw this one out there. Um, uh, Green Beacon's actually in Tenerife. Okay, but it's by because I feel like we're. Still- um, I do like the bathroom at Green Beacon though. That little urinal out there yeah, where you look out on the whole thing, it, yeah, and it feels like you're, pe- I, feels like you're peeing on everyone. See, I classified Tenerife as having all the restaurants, and Newstead has all the bars because they're all up that end in the breweries. Um, I've mm. never been to Range. I think I've had their beers, um, which yeah, is actually, which I feel like is quite more of a rare thing, where it's like mm. there's craft brewery that. Um, but yeah, I, I I I like Newstead Brewing for the venue. I think Green Beacon's beers are exceptional. I really like the Half Mast. Is that the Tropical Pala? Uh, sorry, the I, I, Tropical Set, the Passion Fruit Sour? Not a set. No, that's Seven Bells. Seven Bells is, is a oh, earth-shatteringly good beer. Best sour on the market. Now, yeah. in saying that, though, because during COVID, like the good COVID, 2020, the early days, yeah. um, the oh, actually, that you said Brewing Code did a th- oh, they did a three. Remember the three cartons for t- the price for $2? of two. Oh, so we were just ripping fun. through cases of Newstead Brewing, and they had a very good sour. What's their yeah. sour called? I um, can't remember. But when when Newstead, see, when Newstead Brewing is affordable, it's so worth it. But occasionally, yeah. it isn't. Um, no. Oh man, I I love that. Those they do the sours very good. Newstead Brewing do. sour because I think it has a good name. It, uh, is. it is. It's called Polar Opposite. Right, right. Cool. Uh, and you have something on Total Fusion here? Yeah, just very briefly. Total Fusion um, is a gym, and there are a lot of gyms in Newstead, needs to be said from the outset. Um, Total Fusion is one of these um, US-style, like, you know the gyms that have more, like, lighting rig than an amateur production of Greece sort of thing? This is a one of these kind of nightclub gyms. Like, I... I, I haven't been there as a gym client, but I've been there um, again through through work when I was at Nova. We did like a promo yeah. thing with them, and it's one of those ones with like full LED lighting around the entire gym. Now it's, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like a bit of like Pilates, hey? Yeah, it's a bit of an influencer gym, and it's kind of known for it. It's got the name like Total Fusion, so yeah. okay. Um, a lot of people go there now. Friend of George's went there and signed up, and then just got over it. This gym apparently makes you sign up for a 12-month contract. You, you sign a 12-month membership contract, you pay it, and you cannot get out of it without a doctor's certificate proving that you can't go to the gym anymore. Now, 12 months is a long time, but not to be... Um, Don't tell me you're on board with this. And I know, not, get, I know you've got to get. I know you've got to get to forty-five. So we're trying to that, wrap this up. That's not that uncommon for gyms. Uh, I'd say but you can usually, but you can usually cancel. No, I not know at it's all. A, not at all. See, it's not even cancel. You four, I have to give four weeks' notice. It's like a resignation. Even that, I was astounded. So I was like, mate, so I just don't want to come anymore. I'll stop paying. For, I'll stop really, paying for the service. There's not really a. There's not really an X month contract. It's a monthly contract. 12 months. See, I think 12 months is long, but a good life would have been where I used to work would have been probably a six month minimum. Um, and it's, I would say it's completely normal for gym contracts to be uncancelable because that's why to get out of them, generally what you have to do is find someone else to take it over. 
Yeah, Probably true. People well, on Instagram this, posting. This, oh, like, this friend went to three different doctors to get a medical certificate. I think it was a third doctor That's heck got cool. a medical certificate and total fusion. We're like, okay, we accept it. We'll we'll let you out of this contract. Um, okay, I, I thought that was the I, minimum. Was the kind of gyms I'm going to. I, I minimum like that's twelve a is a long time. But if you'd said, "Oh, you sign a six month," oh, I'm. So what contract do you have at Fitstop? Is it just monthly? So I pay every week. I pay weekly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but did you sign a X-month contract or did you just sign a membership? I just signed a membership. Ah, I, think see, that, that's a, a, I think it's just that's an a very, ongoing that's membership. That's a unique structure. And so what, is, was, what does F45 do? Well, it's three and months. And once, once again, we're back to being a fitness yeah. concert. Well, oh, it's, okay. three, six, it's three, six or 12 months. Actually, I signed a six-month contract because the weekly rate is cheaper the longer the period you sign for. Um, and if you I wanted to get out of that, you'd have to fill it. Yeah, I have to get someone else to fill, which is which is what happens at gyms. I guess this is just my gym inexperience talking. I, mm. I feel like I feel like that's twelve months is a long time. I guess. Yeah. Maybe, anyway, maybe um, I would keep- also I would also posit that uh, Total Fusion Newstead being in a super wealthy and super trendy area um, yeah. are used to yuppies for whom a 12-month contract is no dramas and, dare I say, Agreed. George's friend, probably not their usual target market. For, Potentially. Now, before, uh, we, before we ask the question that we ask, yeah. should I, we just briefly will go through some uh, of your reactions of the Unpakistanis. Yes. Uh, Jonah said it's another boring posh suburb. Uh, Callum says it misses the mark for me. It's kind of a weird in-between going to the city and the suburbs. It tries to have the same culture of the Paddington, but minus the greenery and suburban feel. I, I do. Agree I will that. admit, apart from Newstead Park, not a lot of trees. Yeah. A lot of, apart from that talking one, um, Alicia, very much uh, keeping with this, the next one is not enough trees. Again, there is... Maybe they thought, yeah, okay, we don't have heaps of trees, but the one we've got, we better make it talk. We, be- we better give this one the power of speech to make up for it. Um, so wrong. Now, this account sent in a few things. Emily in Brisbane, which I love as a bit of a Emily in Paris. Is that her, her name? It's her name on Instagram. I love that. I think it's Emily in Brisbane, new beauty. Now, she said Mrs. Brown's and Street, co- street Corner Jimmy's. Again, I'm not sure about the Tenerife uh, thing. That, again, uh, Ms. I think Mrs. It- Brown's is definitely Newstead and it's fucking great. Yeah, big, they do a great little Browns. They're great. They do great uh, KFC chicken, yes. like a KFC yeah. cauliflower yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. So good. Um, street corner Jimmy's, though, I would say is definitely Tenerife. Um, and Emily said as well, definitely will get drugged at Hello Gorgeous, the Trifford, of course, Gasworks, the Waterloo. Oh yeah, the Waterloo Hotel's good fun. Oh, Waterloo's great. Um, um, where's Hello Gorgeous? So that is the most think, cliched sounding name oh, for a bar slash. What um, it used to be called something else, and now I cannot. Hello remember. Gorgeous. I don't know. I, again, I thought that was in the valley, but... Oh, hello, girls. Um, it's, that's not the one that has Brisbane girls will break your heart or whatever. No, that's Probably kick-ons. No, oh, that's yeah, kick-ons. that's kick-ons. Uh, Zoe says it's a really cool area, close to the river and public transport. Uh, yeah, right. Green Beacon is greater than Newstead Brewery, says Salty and Piss. I, Which I is just, a... I think we've probably just established that. You know uh, it's Salty Nips? Oh, so... <laughs> No, I, said, what no, I, said, salty I said, and piss. I said, salty and piss. <laughs> My best friend, salty and piss. <laughs> the Instagram handle is salty nips, and I've said, salty and piss. <laughs> there you go. Um, there you go. Uh, Solus, best beer in Brisbane, Range Brewing, says Daily Dave. Um, 
Don Mullins said, we'd love to know more about the bird species in Newstead Park. So would I. So would I. Um, yeah, parking sucks. Number 68, cafe is the best good coffee to anti-vax staff ratio, Josh. <laughs> um, and apparently, uh, Kira was absolutely traumatised ordering the grilled squid and smoked cauliflower. Beer is fine. Um, At Newstead Brewing, I assume. I assume that. Um, now, Jack also wrote in, um, who is a new resident of Tenerife. Is he? Saying there's not, uh, now not he's, a moved sing- from, he's moved from a Paddington or a Red Hill, so I'm, I'm interested here. Well, he said there's not a single brand name bottle shop in sight, only an extortionately <laughs> expensive wine shop. I don't know if I quite, I, I'm pretty sure there's a BW. I guess now Tenerife is BWS and the huge first choice would be, I think the first choice is actually in Newstead. Um, a seafood think, restaurant, no, that, but that'd also- be, that'd, be in, that'd be in Ascot, wouldn't it? No, no, no. I'm talking about the wine near the Waterloo. It's at the Waterloo. So I, th- I think that would be Oh, new yeah, yeah. But still, um, you know, the, the first choice is never let me just wander in and get a six-pack. No, no, exactly. Uh, a seafood restaurant that also does Japanese curry, pick a lane. Uh, there are these craft <laughs> market stalls that pop up in the centre ring now and then they're really challenging experience. Literally just dog accessories and scented candles, not even so much as a spiral spud on a stick. Pathetic. And then perhaps the shittest Woolies I think I've ever experienced hasn't had a red cap to get into its name in weeks and overall staff morale is trenched. Haters will say it's a supply chain thing, but I'm convinced otherwise. Overall, thoroughly dissatisfied and Merthyr Village will get my shopping dollars moving forward. Couldn't agree more, Jack. I think before COVID and supply chains issues, there was an attitude problem with that Woolworths. And I say that because I, when they sold me gift vouchers. You didn't um, like their attitude. Well. I, there you go. So thank you so much. Ask- As always, I'm Pakistanis for writing in. Thank you. Thank you. And should we ask the queue, Hen? Yeah. Does Newstead fuck? Look, it's probably a yes from me. I think it's hard to have this young, full-time, fit, a lot of gyms, a lot of going on walks, a lot of licking the sweat off each other type suburb and not to have it fuck. Um, it's probably a dispassionate fuck. I don't think it's... Quite it's, transactional. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not, you know, the love of a late Paddington afternoon. Um, it's, it's transactional or even a new farm in that way. But no, I think Newstead definitely fucks. I think it would definitely be a big dating app suburb. Oh, for I sure. I instinctively feel like there'd be a lot of dating apps going along around there. And, and because um, I reckon there'd be a lot of people in one-bedroom apartments by themselves, I reckon there'd be a strong hookup culture. Mm, I agree. You, might even, no. you might even, and that you might even, you know, be on the apps and find out they're in your building. Oh, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that. that be cheeky? Yeah, as the Beach Boys said, wouldn't be nice oh, if the world as- was Cadbury. As Cadbury now said, bear with one. me here. Wouldn't it be nice? And hold on to your hats if the world was Cadbury. What, what say you? Wouldn't we melt and be sticky all the time? No, then? no. What if the world was Cadbury? Because the oxygen would be Cadbury too. Jesus, if the world was Cadbury, um, I mean. But yeah, settled. Newstead fucks. Yeah. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Right, and that's all we've got time for, Hen. We are back, baby. You're going to be hearing a bunch of crazy episodes in future. You're going to be hearing the best schnitzel in Brisbane. Oh, You're no. going to be hearing the... The worst suburb to tie your shoelaces in. Yeah, you're going to be hearing the best golf course in Brisbane. Uh, not something I know a ton about. You're going to be hearing the best... Best bowls club could be a genuine... Yeah, that'd be fun. Down. That'd be fun. Um, Though, again, I haven't been to... Particularly if I Maybe that'll have go, to be a boat. 
yeah, a vote, and um, we just go to a couple as well. Um, I'd also be keen to put a poll on Instagram just to test your claim that more COVID. of our followers so, have had yeah, COVID no, than so not. No, yeah. no, do put it up the second we finish recording. From the moment I said that, I was like, it's amazing that we actually do have a way to test this. Although yeah. it is biased, again, it would be our listeners who are active on Instagram, which I, again, say trends it even younger. But yeah. I'll say that if, if the answer is yes, it's more, then I don't think that really shocks me as in more have had COVID. But the answer is... Uh, if it's less, then I'd, I'd believe it. Um, but, yeah, this is all we got time for. Um, it's been wonderful spending this time with you. Uh, if you're driving, drive safe. If you're, Where do you think most people are listening to our show? Public transport. Okay. Public transport, I would say generally on the way to work or uni. Let us know that too. There are lots of know. things we want to know. From Actually, really interesting. Because um, I'd say... Great to limber up. Great to oil up this machine again. Yeah. Yeah, I love this. See, I last thing I'll say, I predominantly, if I'm listening to podcasts, it's most often either at my desk and just like getting through some really boring work and like two hours put on a podcast or it's like doing chores around the house. If I'm in the commute, I'm a music man. I want to get the energy up, feel the yeah. love. I, think, I agree. I think like cooking dinner is when I listen to a yeah, podcast. 100%. Well, uh, wherever you're listening, you know, tell us um, and uh, we'll be back next week. Maybe you're disposing of a body listening to this, laughing at how far away you are from ever getting caught, thinking they have no idea. We know. We know. <laughs>